Hi, friend. Welcome to the Faith and Freedom Podcast with Francis Bella. I am your host, Francis. And on this podcast, I talk about what it looks like to live an abundant life like Jesus talked about. I believe in order to do that, we must first know our identity in Christ by finding out who God says we are and by being rooted and established and confident in God's love for us. Lastly, I believe that we need to allow God to heal the broken pieces of our story so that we can fully walk in the freedom that God has for us. My hope is that as we lean into God's word together, we are strengthened, encouraged, and grow in our faith so we can truly walk in all the fullness that is found in Christ. So let's get into it. Hello, friend. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so glad that you are tuning in today. I have a short but impactful um, thoughts to share with you today. And I've mentioned this um, a few times in previous recordings um, regarding a victim mindset. And today I'm going to dive in a little bit deeper because I feel like it's come a lot come up a lot in recent conversations um, with others. And I kind of just want to expound on it and what I am referring to when I, when I talk about victim mindset and ways that you can know if you are operating with a victim mentality. And I know that that sounds kind of like some of us don't want to think of ourselves as a victim, right? And I want to present to you the idea that even though you might not want to identify yourself as a victim, a victim mindset may be showing up in the way that you show up for yourself and in different areas of your life. So I'm going to present to you a different way, or sorry, I'm going to present to you different ways that this shows up and what this could look like. And, um, if any of them resonate with you, just, you know, take it, um, get curious about it. And, um, I'll talk to you more about the next steps after I expound on what this means. So if you have a victim mindset, your mentality is that the world is against you. So this is like life is happening to you. You are in survival mode. You are like, oh my gosh, of course this happened to me. Of course this would happen to me. Like, I mean, things that happen to every day, you know, people like all of us, like we're in traffic. Oh, of course I am in traffic. Of course I would be late. I mean, that, those are signs that you have a victim mindset. Okay. Um, Another thing that comes up is blaming others. So you blame others for not being where you want to be in life or not having what you want to have in life. And this also comes in different forms. It could look like, oh, I can't pursue this because 
X, Y, and Z. My husband isn't supportive. Anything could be used as a blame in order to not take responsibility. Okay, so if you find yourself blaming situations or blaming others for not being or getting or obtaining or achieving certain things, then you might have a victim mindset. Another one is seeing everything through the lens of your pain. And so what this looks like is if this wouldn't have happened, I would X, Y, and Z. If so-and-so hadn't done this to me, my life would be, you know, and it's usually like my life would be so much better. I would, you know, I would be able to, you know, whatever, all those things. So I am not discounting things that there's very real scenarios, right? There are very real situations. I know of someone who was um, divorced and their spouse, you know, took all this money. And that was very real, right? It was factual that this person took money that was supposed to belong to both of them. I'm not saying that that the, the facts are not the facts. What I am saying is if you are constantly referring back to whatever that loss was, you might be in a victim mindset. Okay. Another way that these that this mindset shows up is in believing the lie that brings up feelings of unworthiness, feelings of being alone. Nobody understands you. Nobody knows, you know, nobody else is has gone through or can identify with your loss. Um, feeling like you're a disappointment or you're a mistake. Those are all rooted in a lie that have created this belief and these are mind stories. These are stories in your mind that you are playing that have caused you to feel unwanted, unworthy, etc. So this kind of mindset is going to affect every single part of your life if you don't work on it, right? So the point of exposing it is to work on it, right? So we can't work on it if we don't know what it, that it's there. So I hope that one of those things that I said, if it resonated with you, if you could identify with one of them or a few of them, then that's a good thing in the sense that you're aware and you could do some work to change it. So one of the things that I would recommend is identifying what caused that thought. So chances are that there was some kind of loss, some kind of trauma, some kind of incident where you felt victimized, right? We talked about this in a po- that last podcast or a couple of podcasts ago where, you know, the fact of what happened is very real. But now 
in order to move forward, we have to let ourselves feel the feels, grieve what happened, and take steps to move forward, right? And um, so I, I want to share a few truths for you to meditate on that is going to help you change the way you think. So I read, I don't know if I read actually, maybe I heard. Um, so I might have heard, I might have read, I'm not sure. But the fact is that it takes 67 days approximately to create a new neural pathway in your mind. That means that it takes 67 days of training your brain to think a new thought, to do a new habit, to change something that has been implanted, has that has been ingrained in your mind, right? For God knows how long. It takes 67 days at least, right? So it will take you every day to meditate on a truth to combat the lie that you are believing. And there is nothing truer than God's word. And if you find yourself in um, a constant state of depression or anxiety or uneasiness or feelings of unworthiness or feeling of not being loved, I implore you to grab a Bible or get the Bible app on your phone and search for verses that you can meditate on to combat those lies and do it for at least 67 days so that you are able to replace that lie with the truth. So I am going to drop some verses on you that I feel would encourage you and help you combat whatever those feelings that may be creeping up or those thoughts that may be creeping up on you um, so that you can really meditate on what the truth of what God's word says. And if you are a believer, this is for you. If you are not a believer, then I encourage you to pray a prayer. All you're saying is, God, I want you to be part of my life. I acknowledge that Jesus, you died for me, for my sins that you rose again, that you love me, and that you desire to walk this life with me, okay? And so when you invite God into your life, you, the Bible says that you become born again and that you become an adopted child of God and that he lives within you. He will walk this life with you and help you, help you overcome those things of the past that are ugly and, um, Whatever other hard things may happen in this life, we know that this living life is not all rainbows and cupcakes and butterflies, right? Um, so I want to drop some verses on you that may be helpful in your journey. Okay, so grab a notepad or um, a sticky note and write these down really quick. The first one, and this one, I feel like it gets shared a lot, a lot, a lot, but... I want you to really like think about this, okay? Think about the words in this verse. And this is Jeremiah 29:11. If you have been in church for any number of time of length of time, you have heard it. It says, 
for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Think about that. God knows what he has planned for you. He thought them before you even were born. He knew of the good works that he had ready for you to walk out in this world. Okay, so I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. How awesome is that? Okay, next verse. Ephesians verse, or chapter 1, verse, verses 4 and 5. Here we go. For he chose us. Okay, you're chosen. You are chosen by God. He chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us, predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ in accordance to his pleasure and will. You know what that tells me? That is his pleasure to call us his children. How crazy is that? That's kind of crazy. I mean, I know that the, my past and for him to like have pleasure in calling me his daughter, that's, that's extravagant love, folks. Um, if you are feeling condemned about anything, like if you're feeling like unworthy or like your past is just too ugly, you've failed too many times, you've dropped, you know, whatever, you've dropped the ball. This is for you. First John 1 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know what all means in the Greek? It means all. I got that from a pastor that I listened to. So, hey, confess and let God cleanse you. I have to say this because I have definitely been in the spot where you're like, um, I feel like guilty, you know, like this is I me, mean, not right now, but previously, like, how could God still love me? I've already like, I've messed up so many times knowing God, walking with God. God knows our shortcomings. God knows our weaknesses. God knows our traumas that we haven't processed. God knows the limiting beliefs and the lies that we have believed about ourselves that have probably caused us to do some things that we aren't proud of. God knows all that. He knows our frame. He knows our wounds. And we aren't condemned. We aren't condemned. When we, are con when we confess those things to him, he doesn't condemn us for it. Ephesians 3.12, in him and through faith in him, we may approach God with freedom and confidence. He doesn't have a list that he's like, oh, well, nope. Well, Francis, you know, yesterday you got mad at your kids and that wasn't very nice. Like, no, God doesn't have a list. Like, he knows that our weaknesses, that we're, we're dust. We have weaknesses, okay? And the last verse I have written down here is Romans 3, verses 23 and 24. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And all are justified freely, freely by his grace through the redemption that came through Jesus Christ. I mean, y'all, you have received 
his grace freely by faith in Jesus. Um, I'm going to see if I can keep recording while I look this up because I actually did screenshot something else. Um, here we go. Romans 8 verses 30 through, I'm going to say 32. Okay. Those he predestined, he also called. Those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Okay. If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for all, for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Hmm. Who will bring any charge against those God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Okay, I read all the way through verse 34 for those of you who... Like, I thought you were only going to read one verse. That's so good. That's that's the good news, you guys, that that there's nothing within us that could cause God to love us any more or any less than he already does. He loves us because he created us. Okay. And there's nothing that could, could separate you from the love of God. In the previous verse, um, I, the verse said it that God has redeemed us, right? And I wanted to kind of expound on that because I looked up the verse, or not the verse, the word redeemed. And the regular Google search said that um, redeemed is an act, is an act of redeeming or atoning for a fault or mistake. Okay. But of the biblical redemption refers to. And this is from the Gospel Coalition website. So I want to make sure I quote them. Um, Redemption refers supremely to the work of Christ on our behalf, whereby he purchased us, he ransoms us at the price of his own life, securing our deliverance from the bondage and condemnation of sin. Yeah, it's not just sin that can keep you in bondage. It's bad thinking that is going to keep you in bondage. And if you have a victim mindset and you don't work on it, then you're missing out on the great plan, the greater plan, even even the things that you don't think are possible. God is able to do abundantly more than we could ask or think with the power that's within us. He has given us his spirit. He has given us the power to do it. But if we don't change our stinking thinking, we're not going to be able to do it because we're not postured in the right way. Okay. So I just want to encourage you today. And I've said this before and I feel like I have to say it every time I'm with you. Okay. I have not arrived. I am still on this journey too. I'm learning. I'm growing. God continues to show me areas that I, um, that I have a victim mindset about and God wants to change that posture because we are no longer alone. One of the things that um, I was reading, oh, and I want to make sure I mention this. Um, there are two resources that I think would be so beneficial if you are on a healing journey, if you are like, I have some heavy stuff that I am dealing with. 
and I just want to like work through them. Two resources I have for you, I will post their websites on the show notes. But Mark de Jesus, he is he was a pastor. Um, he now is completely dedicated to talking about mental health um, from a biblical perspective, uh, mental health, relationship health, and just he is his stuff, his content is so, so good. It has helped me immensely. Um, he's not on social media, but he has a YouTube channel um, with so many good videos that you could dive into. I will post his website too. He has a few books um, on the rejection mindset, on just healing, you know, healing, hurting hearts, father wounds, mother wounds, all the things he goes there. And so um, that's a great place to start. Another resource that I have for you is um, Carrie Garcia. She has a workbook that you can order um, along with some video content that goes along with the workbook to help you work through some hard stuff if you want to do kind of like a DIY, um, you know, self-healing journey as well. That is also a resource that I have for you and I will put them in the show notes. But don't do this alone. Reach out to a trusted friend, reach out to a mentor, reach out to a counselor, reach out to someone who can help you because it is so easy for us to be stuck in our own heads. It is so easy for us to internalize and to believe the lie that there is no one who can help us or that no one can possibly understand what we're going through or that there is no help. And um, one of the things that I that I feel like God was showing me, I'm doing the Carrie Garcia's workbook actually myself. And um, in doing kind of like the questions and going through the study, I recognized that one of the lies that I had believed is that I was alone, right? Because of the things that have happened in my past and not just the stuff that I shared about my dad, but just more stuff. Um, you know, I began to feel like I had a fend for myself. I had to protect myself. I had a fend from, you know, just being alone, just not having support. And so God showed me like he, he's never left me. And maybe you feel like that too. You know, maybe not only did you experience a physical loss, but maybe there's some deep wounds. Maybe you had a non-existent father, or maybe you were raised by a single mom who worked so hard and she tried to give you everything that she could possibly give you, but at the expense of not being able to be there emotionally for you. So you found yourself having to fend for yourself. Those are the things that I'm referring to. And God is saying, let me walk this with you. Let me show you that not only do I see you, not only do I see your past, not only do I know the pain that that caused you, but I want to heal you. And I want to show you that I'm faithful, that I could use those things and bring good out of those things. And more than anything, he wants to heal us so that he can do a work in us and through us for his glory. So I hope you are encouraged today, friend. That is all I have for you. But I want you to know that I am on this journey with you. And I hope that you got some value out of today's 
short and sweet podcast. Okay, see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in today, friend. If this episode was encouraging, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me a message on my website at francisllv.com. And if you think it might be encouraging to someone you know, feel free to share it. Also, if you like and subscribe, it would mean the world to me as that makes it visible for new listeners to find us. So thank you so much and we will see you next time.